0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of Modern Sobriety. This is Tyson, and I just have to say, first of all, that the response to the first podcast, wow, I am still overwhelmed by it. Thank you for people that emailed or sent a direct message on Facebook or Twitter, It really kind of blew me away because we're just getting started and I'm not sure that you all realize how helpful this is for me. Um, This is like my journal and instead of using a written journal, I thought I would use this to speak out what I'm thinking about or what I'm struggling with. So for me to be able to use this outlet and then get your feedback on it is so powerful. So I'm glad that you're back or if you're just joining in, Welcome. This is, like I said, the second episode and let's dive right in. Okay. So today I'd like to talk about a topic that you've probably heard of at some point in recovery. If you've, if you've been in recovery for a little while, definitely in some different programs, but that word is surrender. Which, for the longest time, I had a really negative connotation with that word. You know, it makes you think of, like, in a war, right? Like, I surrender, waving the white flag, I lose, I give up. But I've learned that the word surrender actually has a really positive meaning. So I mentioned in the last episode a quote, which was, Why be afraid of losing something you never had control of to begin with? And... That's where the word surrender can start to take on a really positive meaning. Because if you don't have control of something, why are we so desperate to cling on to it, you know, to hold on to it for dear life when it literally has given us no positives, at least not in recent history? I know for me, that thing is nostalgia. You know, like I want to have those old times back where my friends and I used to sit on the patio and... At a Mexican restaurant, have margaritas or sangria or a few glasses of wine. Oh, we had so much fun together. Well, we did, you know, in the past. But once you've shown yourself that you can no longer just have those moments and it goes to an ugly place after that, why why would I want to fight to keep that? And that, that's the whole concept of surrender that can be a really good thing, right? Like. This is no longer good for me. It's toxic for my life. And you could apply this to a lot of things. A bad relationship, a friendship that's just bringing negativity and stress and you're trying to cling on to it. But letting that thing go, whatever it is, is such a freeing and powerful feeling. And I had to learn that the hard way. I'll I'll just say I had to learn that the hard way. I kept trying different ways to keep alcohol in my life and i would prove over and over again that it's no longer good for me and when i truly surrendered it and said i'm through with this like i it's not healthy for me anymore it's making me unproductive it's making me a version of myself that i do not like that's when i was finally able to say i'm letting this version of, of tyson go because it's not who I am. It's not who I want to be. But that can still be so hard to do, especially if that version of you is the version that you've known for a really long time, which became the case with me. Then it's it, it branches into that whole thing of being afraid of the unfamiliar, you know, which, which also goes back to what we talked about a little bit in the last episode. How do I have fun? What is my life going to look like? What are my evenings going to look like? And those are all things that With a little bit of time, I've realized that are not the important things to think about right now. The important thing for me to focus on right now is that I am slowly becoming the best version of Tyson possible. And I know that I could not do that if I still had alcohol in my life. So that's why it's been easy for me finally. Well, I don't want to say easy because that, that gives the wrong message. It's not easy. It's not easy at all but it's become easier for me to wave that white flag with alcohol, with Chardonnay. Like, yes, we had great times together, but those times are gone, and for me to keep clinging to it would be insanity, right? Repeating the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. I came across a really good quote, actually, that I'm gonna share with you. This quote's by McCall Erickson, and it says, surrender. Giving up what we think should be happening for what is actually happening. And when I plug in the examples that I just gave, giving up what I think should be happening would be the old times, the good times. For what is actually happening, which would be not fun times, you know, getting into moments where I'm drinking way more alcohol than I want to, Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's affecting my, my life. It's affecting my mood. uh, It's affecting my productivity. That's what's actually happening. So like McCall says, you have to give up what you think should be happening for what is actually happening is the thing that you're chasing. Still, what's actually going to happen if you obtain that thing. If I start drinking again, is it just going to be me sitting on a patio with friends or me playing board games with wine here at the apartment? No, that's not what's going to happen. Okay, so let's look at this a different way. So at the beginning, we talked about war, right? Like that's the connotation you might have with the word surrender, because it's like giving up waving that flag. So imagine you're at war, right? And so like a physical war, you're on one side. And then there's the other side and you both have machine guns and you're hiding behind trees and you're shooting at each other and shooting at each other. And you both still have lots of ammo. So you keep going, right? It makes sense to keep going. like You're not any less equipped than they are. So you keep going and you keep going. And all of a sudden you're out of ammo, but the other team's not out of ammo. And so you're just hiding behind the tree while they keep shooting and shooting and shooting. Would you jump out from behind the tree and start running towards them with your bare hands, or would the most appropriate thing to do be to surrender in order to live? Right, like that's the only choice that you have because chances are your bare hands against a machine gun is not going to end up very well. Another example would be boxing, right? Like you're in the ring with somebody and You're going back and forth and all of a sudden you get knocked to the ground, right? Your jaw feels all busted up, but you stand up and you're like, all right, we're going to keep going. And you barely start swinging again before you get like uppercut, right? I don't know if that's the right term, uppercutted. I don't know. Before you get punched really hard in the gut, right? And you fly backwards. And you're laying there like, wow, that really, really hurt. I'm pretty sure I don't have a lot of strength left. Um, But you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to try a different way. And so you get up and you take off running and you get smacked right in the face. You see where this is going. I don't need to go on and on. It would make sense to surrender, right? In order to win, you have to surrender. Now, you're not going to win that ring or that match in boxing, but you're not going to lose your life and you're not going to sustain further injuries further injuries trying to prove a point that you'll probably know deep down inside at least I did that I'm not going to prove but you know what I took off running with my bare hands toward that machine gun I kept standing up in the boxing ring trying to go one more time when I knew that I was probably about to get knocked out again so I hope these kind of elementary level examples. They helped me to see it a little bit better. Sometimes I need a really simple example of something to understand the bigger picture. I hope it's helped you a little bit with the word surrender. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Surrender can be one of the best things you've done in your entire life. I know that it has been for me, and it feels good. Like it's like I said before, it's such a A great feeling knowing that I don't have to go back into that ring and keep fighting for something that I'm never going to win. And I'm just going to keep getting more and more serious injuries to the point that I may not be able to recover. So I can recover now. I am recovering now. And that's probably one of the greatest feelings that I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, so before I end today, I wanted to take a minute to... Say first of all, I'm, I'm really excited that I several people reached out to me about the podcast and that they enjoyed the first episode and the intro trailer. So, thank you, first of all. Um, I am still really excited to be doing this, and again, don't really have a lot of experience with it, but I do have stories to tell and I do have um, things to share that are going to help me by sharing them. And then maybe help somebody else. I don't know. Uh, But I got one email that I wanted to share a little piece of. And it says, Hi, looking forward to future episodes. I'm nine years sober. I think your podcast is great and not only for people considering sobriety as a new journey. I am sure it will also be helpful for those with some sober time under our sleeves. I have not forgotten all those scary feelings before crossing over from a life of dependency on alcohol and substances to one of sobriety. So that was great for me to read because it reminds me at the end of the day that some of these scary feelings are normal. It is the fear of the unknown. And I just hope with time for me at least that the things that are unknown to me become known. You know, like a recent example, I went to a Galentine's party with some friends and I had a wonderful time and I didn't drink. Um, Another good friend of mine offered to be my sober buddy. And so we had Shirley temples um, Sprite on ice with a little grenadine and pop some cherries in there. And it was a wonderful time. We played some inappropriate games (laughs) and that was that was what I needed because. I was in one of those phases where I sometimes have doubts that I'm going to have fun the same way, but those thoughts come and go. I've learned that thoughts are so passing, right? They can, they can leave just as quickly as they came in. And so when it comes to fear of things that I'm not sure about, I'm going to try to rest assured more that something will present itself and show me that that fear was not warranted. I also want to add at the end of this email, um, he said, now I just use eating and other unhealthy activities instead. So Each day is another opportunity to fine tune my emotional sobriety. Amen to that. But I will say I am not going to be worried about all the other stuff right now. I mean, I did start going back to the gym, but trying to navigate a new life of sobriety and eat super healthy and drink lots of water and go running every day and lift weights every day. you got to be realistic. Like you can only do so much at one time. So for now, I'm not going to feel so guilty if I have a little pint of Ben and Jerry's chocolate therapy. That's my favorite. It's like chocolate ice cream with chocolate cookies and chocolate pudding in it. Holy moly. It's so good. Not going to feel guilty about that because I can't focus on everything, especially right now. And neither can you. So there's the popular saying one day at a time, but I'm also going to say one thing at a time. Right. Make it manageable. Thank you again for listening today. To recap, the S word, surrender, not a bad word, can actually be the best thing that ever happens to you. If you want to reach out, remember, there's a few different ways to connect. You can send me an email at modern sobriety talk at gmail.com. Or follow on Facebook, Modern Sobriety FB, Twitter at Modern Sobriety, or Instagram, Modern Sobriety IG. Still building up some of those social media networks, but I would love to hear from you and maybe include some of your feedback or questions in a future episode. Or you, because in the next couple episodes, I'll begin having guests, and I can't wait to do that. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful, sober day.